Red State DVD and Blu-ray pre-orders are available now at coopersdell.com. Get exclusive bundle packages featuring posters, soundtracks, t-shirts, signed scripts, wardrobe used in the film, and a chance to be a guest on air with Kevin Smith via Skype. Pre-order Red State DVD and Blu-ray exclusive bundles now at coopersdell.com. Smirch alert, smirch alert, motherfucker, smirch alert. Go to smodcast.com slash smerchandise to get your official Jay and Silent Bob iPhone 4 cases from Casemate. Choose from three different snoogerific designs. We got soft ones and hard ones. Hey, I'm talking about the cases, bitch. All emblazoned with your favorite Smodco icons, Jay and Silent Bob. Snag your iPhone 4 case for $39.99 and protect the precious smodcast.com slash smerchandise yo Canada Jay and Silent Bob are gonna be royally mounting you December 7th in Vancouver December 8th Edmonton December 9th Calgary December 10th Saskatoon and December 11th Winnipeg their comedic maple syrup's gonna be gushing all over your timbits. How's that for a visual, eh? Jay and Silent Bob get old. Live in the Great White North. Linky links to tickets at smodcast.com slash get old in Canada. Hey, Eldborg, Iceland. On November 11th, Kevin Smith will be inside you. Kev is bringing his famous Q&A to Eldborg Main Hall, talking movies, comics, sex, taking a shit, whatever you want to ask about. Hilarity will ensue. Kevin Smith, live at the Eldborg Main Hall in Eldborg, Iceland, on November 11th. Links to tickets for this and all Smodco shows at csmod.com. Yo, Philly, guess who's coming to the city of brotherly love? Hollywood motherfucking Babylon, bitch. Come get your celebrity news, rumors, and Liam Neeson's cock jokes at the World Cafe Live with Kevin and Ralph on Monday, October 17th. Top that steak sandwich with cheese whiz, showbiz, and comedy jizz. Mmm, tasty. Catch Hollywood Babylon at the World Cafe Live in Philadelphia on October 17th. Tickets for this and all Smodco shows at csmod.com. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on Smerchandise. Catch live video clips of Jay and Silent Bob Get Old and Hollywood Babylon on the Kevin Smith blog for the Huffington Post. Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. That's Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. Want early access to tickets for Smodcast Internet Radio's metric fuckton of live shows? Join Smodcast for just $4.99 a month 
you'll get CD quality audio of every podcast you hear on Sir ad free. It's like watching porn without having to fast forward through that goddamn plot. You'll also get bonus video content and other badass exclusives. Smodcast, where Smodcast goes save for pay. All the deets at Smodcast.com. Going to New York Comic Con in October? Well, Jay and Silent Bob are giving you one more reason to fangasm. Uh, you might want to clean that up. Friday, October 14th at the IGN Theater. Catch a live performance of the popular podcast, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. Dust off that Batman costume that's three sizes too small. Or, fuck it, don't wear a costume. Just wear some type of clothing, because, you know, you don't want to get arrested. And get ready to enjoy a thick layer of gooey comedy jizz with Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, live in New York. October 14th at the IGN Theater. Tickets on sale now. For more info, go to csmod.com. When it's time for lunch, you can pick up a spoon or grab your fork buddy and dig into a Nuna. It's Nuna with Dad and Marty. If you never had a Nuna, well, there's no sooner way. Just bend over at the middle in the middle of the day. It's a Nuna. It's a Nuna with Marty and Dan. With Marty and Dan. Hey there. I'm your host, Dan Etheridge, and this is my co-host, Merp. Good afternoon, and this is Marty. Hi, Marty. You Hello. know, it's a gang's all here day because yes. we're back with James Franco manning hey, the board. Hey, I'm here. Yes, we Great are. Great to be back. And uh, we're also here with Jay West, who's here with yes. us each and every week, who makes it all happen. We're in the secret smod cave. We're in the that secret. <laughs> Kevin let us in uh, since he's out of town. Yes, so. which is great because <laughs> and I, I don't want to torture the metaphor because it would be inappropriate, uh, but we it's like we oh, got to the, the, top, the top class of the Titanic. Right. We're, well, not, the, we're no longer dancing <laughs> in the steam room. That's, what was this? <laughs> right, right, fiddles and overflowing beer. <laughs> we're poor, but we're noble and happy. Well, we are poor, but we're not noble. And right. we're slightly happy. And we're in the upper berth. Let's call it the Oceanic, because wasn't that the sister ship of the Titanic that actually made it? I, I don't Nobody know. speaks of the you Oceanic. The, yes. You're the history sure. buff. Oh, by the way. This- I'm just buff. <laughs> this is Nooner, the uh, it's a, the two-hour titillating radio embrace. Yes, that we like to call it. Marty always cringes when I say that. I no, no, I love it. Then. Have you gotten I've, used I've, to it? I've come to love it. It's, You've come to love it. Yes, just like I learned to love you. <laughs> right. It took it took oh, fifteen plus years, <sighs> but I wore you down <laughs> to a friendship <laughs> nub. Yeah, so uh, I just had to re- reframe my concept of what love is. <laughs> to accommodate That's you. all I ask of anyone. Uh, um, well, how was your week? You know what? The, my week has been exhausting because of how great last weekend was. Right. So last we spoke, you yes. were out the door heading to your car, and we were switching places because I was up north. And That's then right. You were down That's here. right. You had Skyped in from north, and I was getting in the car with Nick, and he and I were going up to San Francisco for a weekend. We had a hell of a time. We had kind of an amazing adventure on, uh, 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 Sunday? Saturday? Sunday. Because we, we'd sort of timed it per, like, it was Fleet Week. We didn't go up there for it, it was Fleet Week. And in San Francisco, that's a big, big, big yeah. deal. Hello, sailors! Exactly! And, um, so, yeah, and, you know, it, we, the weather up there was incredible. It was 70 degrees, not a cloud or fog in the sky the whole time we were up there. Or fog. It, uh, brilliant. It, it, so it was I took, not uh, one Nick, fog. like the Golden Gate Bridge, I hadn't been there before. Just brilliant. Not mm. one fog. Not one foglet. Whatever the, the not not one fog bank. Um, and then on Sunday, so we get down to Fisherman's Wharf. We want to you know do all the the tourist, tourist things. We had this yeah. great crab feast, and then we've got to get up the hill to Pacific Heights because a friend has got this wraparound view to watch the air show at three, oh. and they've been practicing. 
we're not getting up the hills too steep to climb. There's, I, we walked like five feet and said, no, no way. I mean, this is, Pacific Heights is named for a reason. It's like going directly up. Wait, you couldn't walk up the hill? It was four blocks and it was literally walking right up the hill. And no, we'd been drinking. I'd had, I had, we'd had more crab and shrimp than a person should have. We'd feasted at Fisherman's <laughs> Wharf. We had a crab feast. It was I, a, I understand. It was a feast. I understand. And, um, and, and it, it, like a miracle. And I told you, like the whole place just, Tens and tens of thousands of people. There's no you can't. The trolley took was had a two hour line to go up the hill. Not, a cab stops right in front of me. I mean, one foot in front of me almost hits me. People get out, and the cab is there free. We grab it. We go up the four blocks. We at two forty five, fifteen minutes before the air show. There you we go. oh thanks. Nice. We get right okay. So you can hear me. at two forty five, fifteen minutes before the air show. <laughs> we uh, get right up on the balcony. We're all set. The Blue Angels have been practicing. There's been pre-air shows. They've been and practicing? You yeah, yeah. Them? They practiced the whole day before. I mean, this is Mach 1 jets flying yeah, around yeah. the bridge and everything. Like over a huge metropolitan area. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and every, the whole city, exp- the most beautiful, every inch of the bay has got sailing boats in it. And at 250, the world's biggest fog bank out of nowhere uh, swoops in, uh, goes right over the bridge, and they call off the air show four minutes before it's going to happen. Yeah. And the, the way you knew it, because there's not us, there's not like one person with a megaphone for the whole city going, air show is off, is that all of a sudden, and it was actually kind of a stunning view, all of a sudden, and I'm talking there were thousands of boats in San Francisco right. Bay, every inch covered, everybody out, at all at once. They all turned and started going east to get out of the way, the fall yeah. bank and out of the way. So it was kind of an amazing sight. You're like, well, what's happening? What's happening? And then you see every boat evacuating from the bay. You're like, okay, <laughs> it's over. It's, it's over. done. My, my grandparents, they had a, a, an apartment that looked over the bay. Well, and of so- course, they were Asian. I don't understand. Well, it's San Francisco. Um, so we went there for one time. We went there for... Um, the 4th of July. So yes. we get there, we're in the apartment, yep. and we open the window to look out the balcony, and it's just fog. It's just yeah. socked in with fog. And then, but they still had the fireworks show. Right. And so all you saw was like these little flashes of glowing fog. <laughs> so it was like the Battle of the Somme. It was like a World War One thing. We <laughs> exactly. know, like people are horribly, horrible things are happening, <laughs> right? right? Flashes in the fog. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, and then Sunday night, very special. We went out to the Mint, which is the premier karaoke uh, place. Um, and is we it, went, is we, it like Dimples here? Uh, I don't know about Dimples, uh-huh. but it's it's cooler because it's like an old school San Francisco bar, but it's raison d'être as karaoke and always has been. And uh, we went with Brad, who does the the Nooner themes. Brad and uh, he and Friend his of the show. and Kenya came along with her. I got to meet her. She has been a listener, so she's awesome. And the four of us, Brad and Kenya, Nick and I. We started doing. I suggested we do shots of Jameson and Bailey's. Don't know why it sounded right. Is, that, is there that, a name uh, for that? Uh, I think the bartender said, "Boy, they haven't they haven't ordered that in a long time." I think it's the Nutty Irishman. I, I didn't like yeah. that name. <laughs> um, so I, 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 I as a proud Irishman yourself, yeah, I wanted the nip of the whiskey to, to get the chill out of my throat. Oh, you, sorry, Marty. You racist bastard. <laughs> um, and then the Bailey's to make it sweet. I wanted a nip and a sweet, and I, so I wanted sweet a sweet sweet nip. And so I, bastard. <laughs> so I had many shots of that. Hey, it's Shecky. And I will say this. I am petrified of karaoke. I do it in private rooms on occasion with friends, petrified of it. And Nick was extremely encouraging, which I'm very appreciative of. And they, they did some songs. And nearing the end of the night, I got up and I did one song. 
I'm not going to tell you what it is right now because Brad recorded it and sent it. When Kristen's here, I kind of want to play it for everybody and because get she's their a, sort of she review. She has a history in musical yeah, theater. She's She'll right. I want to get I want to get kind of a you know she an American Idol is take a on fabulous it. singer. Oh, Kristen. And this is a good time to tee up our guest today. In case you don't know, is Kristen Bell of who is just amazing. Veronica Mars, etc. Yes, and uh, need to say more. Goes along. We won't say more, but she'll be coming up uh, hopefully around twelve thirty, and we're delighted to have her here. Yes, and so if you have questions, just tweet us at Nooner Pod, uh, Nooner Dan Marty. That's right on Nooner the Dan Twitter. Marty. I suppose you even have to say at Nooner Dan Marty. Yeah, I don't know why people say at. It's like the www. Initially, you had to say that, but then everybody agreed. Okay, we all get it. That's the prefix. No what more. did you call the at before they had? It was an at. Like, uh, the Gerberflimpf. Uh, g- 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 <laughs> it was a German character. I, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, you are correct. Yes, I am correct. Uh, so get us your questions. Yeah, so that, anyway, that oh, yeah. was my weekend. Yeah, uh, and, and, and uh, how many, um, nutty Irishmen did you, did you, about de- four or five. did you take in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> See, I can do it too. Yeah. Uh, and the answer is still four or five. <laughs> um, at once. <laughs> Even I feel, I feel queasy now. And uh, so we, I polished off a chicken fried steak, went to bed, and then we drove home 11 hours on Monday taking the scenic route, which was pretty great. Except that the whole time we were trying to get to Rincon Ventura to maybe get in a oh, little surfing. And um, I just kind of forgot that San Luis Obispo was not Santa Barbara and they were two hours apart. So we got there. 10 minutes before sunset and what? sort of after a, I know, but after a nine hour drive to make the serving spot, I, I kind of blew it by about a half hour. But, but that's still kind of a romantic time to be at the beach. Uh, it was. And we celebrated that by getting in the car and driving to LA as fast as we could. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, it well, had been a big weekend of drinking and right. carousing I mean, and just the, like it was time the, to that's call. That's the it. wrong route to take if you're hungover, you know. Well, but you know, I, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I just get longest so drive in the world. <laughs> but I, it really was. By the time I got home after 11, I mean, I'm still at this moment fatigued from what was a great weekend. So for all our San Francisco listeners, thank you. What a city. Um, yeah. And Tyson, our, our number one tweeter, he just reminded us that the Baileys and uh, Jamesons in a in a Guinness is an Irish car bomb. Oh, that, but, Tyson, I, I'm so all over that. We do that all the time. It's just that... We would. It was more. We were more in the mood to not also have five Guinnesses compounding our right. increasing. Well, that, that al- takes alcohol. up a lot of space yeah, a lot of stomach. gut space. With that, that Even though I have prodigious alcohol. gut space, <laughs> yes. I didn't have enough for five more Guinnai. Um, I'm assuming the plural is, of course, Guinnai. It is. <laughs> it is. Yes. Wow. So <laughs> Olivia Marion, our, our yes, oh, film the watcher, movie of the she movie just of uh, got through. Uh, got through. She trudged through. Nobody knows the movie I recommended last week. That's, that's right. Uh, did we allow that? Uh, I allowed it. I don't know about you. Okay. Right. Um, I must have. But she said it was. Uh, she said it was sad, dark, but at times so beautiful. She said it was a great pick. Hmm. Do you have another one for her for next week? Taking sides, are you, Olivia? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. I see it now. He's swaying you over. Do not be swayed by Marty. All right? He's a seductive fellow. I know. I know, Olivia. But he's going to lure you into a fate worse than death. <laughs> Friendship. <laughs> um, you know what? I did. I God, I didn't really think about Olivia's pick. So I'm- Oh, well, in that case... <laughs> Why? Okay, I have a handful. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Oh no, we've already done. We've already kind of because shampoo kind of was all folded in last time. What about a ha- Hal Ashby? Oh, that was. Hal I was gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I was thinking. I was like, I was kind of thinking to hit an Ashby. Um, it, you know, like Network. If she hasn't seen Network, then I would say that absolutely. Or network. Dog Day Afternoon. I'm gonna go with Network. Okay. And and if she's seen it, that, she has seen it. She has seen it. She just tweeted that. No, no, she tweeted that last uh, oh. last week. Well, that, that well, then that's no good. All right, let me let me stew on that. 
Let me stew on that because surely at right. the moment, we'll just wait. I don't know we'll why wait. I've James and I will just everybody hold on. Yeah. yeah. Everyone out there just quiet, hold, silent, silent. Hold on. Hold on. Dan is thinking. Um yeah, okay. His brow okay. is furrowed. Uh, the Wild Bunch. I'm sure she's seen the Wild Bunch. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh oh, no, I don't I don't know if she okay. she right. wanted so, something a little lighter. That's a, a little lighter? Well then, then nobody knows. Bunch. No, Wild Bunch is a, but that's like a Okay, a, Tootsie. That actually yeah, for some reason she hasn't seen Tootsie. There's a classic, a classic modern yes. And if you haven't, if you've already seen it, just see it again. Yeah, it why gets not? Better, better and better. What's the theme song at the end? You know, the, the playful one. Welcome back, oh. Cotter. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> they just play that. No, no. It, 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 it's it's like that day back. when like, movies like Arthur and that had like theme songs that were destined to be great hits. Or, you know. or they just wanted like the Oscar pick. When you get lost between the moon and New York City. That's the Arthur one, of course. Oh, no, it's crazy. <laughs> oh, I can see it. I can see it. Dustin Hummett and Jessica Langer walking down the street. Oh, come on, listeners. Oh, somebody tweeted the name of the song. But you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can hear the song in the head. So, Let me see if I can find it here. And I'm telling you, it might be you. Isn't that it? It's and I'm telling you, it must yeah. be you all of the time. It sounds like a welcome, yeah, yeah, welcome yeah. back card. It's no, like a it John doesn't. Sebastian song. No, no, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it, does, you know. it does in a wistful male voice. Going, totally. And I'm telling all right. you, it That's must enough. be you. Stephen Bishop's It Might Be You. Thank you, Tyson. Tyson. Always there. Fleet-fingered Tyson. And I'm telling you, it might be you. It doesn't sound very romantic when you say, hey, I've been thinking a lot about it. It might be you. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it may not be. I'm, I'm going to put it out there. Yeah, yeah. It's possible yeah. it's you. I'm going to need another four to six years to think about it, though. Uh, so what did Brad sing, by the way? Brad sang, and he actually sent, and Brad, I don't mean, if you're listening today, I don't mean to disappoint you. We may not get around to playing. Uh, you, Brad is tremendous. He's, he sang hello again and, and brought down the house. And I'm and now I'm just blanking. I forget his Wait, other song. Hello again, like the the um, Neil. Uh, uh, I mean, isn't that wasn't that a song? Neil hello again. No. I <laughs> okay. Don't think so. He sang a Neil Diamond song that sounds like Hello again. Wasn't that a Lily Tomlin movie or something like that? <laughs> Me again. Um, <laughs> right. Hello again. Um, yeah. Hello again. Da, da, that song. Hello, la da, yeah, well, da, Tyson. Da, da. Tyson, ah, Tyson ah, stop it. No, no, enough. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, and Kenya sang, and 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 Nick sang uh, some great songs. Uh, but I, my mind's all a flur- fluster right now, and I can't remember anything but me. Oh, how is that any different from any other week? Rude. <laughs> you know what I am sick of is picking little bits of towel out of my stubble. Did I mention this? And I don't understand it. I brought reasonably expensive, not expensive, but like moderate, good quality towels from Bed Bath and Beyond. And they, I've washed them normally several times and they keep leaving towel on my stubble. Why don't you shave? Even if it, it, that's not the point. The towel should. A dignified human being. The towel shouldn't do that. It's not about the shaving. It's about the towel. This is you trying to make me the guilty one when it's the towel. (laughs) Why are you immediately focused Uh, on the towel? I want all listeners to throw out their towels. Burn them. Do you hear me? Do I'm mad as hell at towels, and I can't take it anymore. That's That was for you, Olivia. So get up. Walk to your windows. <laughs> throw your towels. <laughs> I'm listening. Wait, now Marty and I are both listening at the windows. Towels. <laughs> That's the sound that a towel makes towels. when you throw it yes. out a window. Oh, no. The, the indignity. <laughs> so, um, yes. Uh, yeah, so I'm a little pissed about the towels in my stubble. Oh, that's the title life of my life is so cruel. It's like, cruel, cruel. It's a life. tragedy. It's a hard knock light. I'm very musical today because I'm in such a good mood. Oh, I'll that bring Kristen's it down. coming by. Oh, not to, not to be here with James and me. 
Well, goes with Wait, why are you just looking at James? And Jay. And Jay, yes. But he's yeah, a, just leaving okay. out. I love how Jay just waved as if like the podcast audience could see him waving. <laughs> it's got, I'm waving back. Hello. Good to see you. Um, I kind of feel like today, Marty, we're not it, – it, we're not we're being elevated a tiny bit from Murps, not by us, but oh, no, by no. the quality of our guest. Yes. Um, oh, I, there's one credit that we didn't get to in your acting career, and then maybe we'll do some questions, and then we'll get to to ask Dan. Um, it was a secret kiss. Are you familiar with this? Do you want to tell the listeners about that? Wait, is Secret Kiss the, the Marty Yu film? The, the Marty Yu yeah, film. Yeah, there's this instant films, a guy named John Sylvain created over Sacred Fool's Theater in Los Angeles. And, um, the, uh, and the idea is you, you get a collection of people together and on Friday night they pick like an adjective and, this is the way they did in the old days, an adjective and a noun out of a hat. And, uh, eight writers or whatever, ten, whatever it is, write a script overnight, a short film, ten minutes, based on that adjective and noun. That morning, a, a randomly paired up director and actors pick, get the script, and then you have like 36 hours to shoot it, edit it, and then Sunday night they play all the films. They're called instant films. Great fun, really like taxes you. This was one of the first ones, or if not the first one. It was the, the yeah, the very the first, first one. one. And Marty was the director, and he kindly asked me to act in it. And no, he, I didn't ask you. I got stuck with you. Right? Yeah, same thing. And um, <laughs> Marty. Oh, then I'll change the adverb, or is that the adjective? <laughs> Marty was so fortunate to be stuck with me. <laughs> and um, and and he got one in which because it was new, people didn't know. Kind of like. You shouldn't okay. write it like right now. They say like it should not be more than like six pages, or something. right? And and in some theoretical world, filmable. This was this very long post seventeen pages, seventy pages, and it was a post apocalyptic fantasia at, at like five or six different locations. Yeah, I mean it was insane. All, all, like one Absolutely was a gas station, insane. one yes. was a newsstand, totally one was nuts. the park. Completely not. But we got every one of those locations. We did, and we shot it, and I, I, and I, I Ahmed was Best very... was in it, remember? Oh, right, who, who, did, who voiced Jar Jar Binks. Yes, and acted, was the motion. Oh, well, my, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to, uh, to in any way slight Jar Jar Binks. God forbid I do that on the show. That's all. <laughs> no, he's a great but guy. But the guy who and did he... it is a great guy. We're, yes. of course, all against the character. That's for sure. But right, but we're happy that he's making a zillion dollars. Guy. Voicing it for video games. Yeah, and well, the, look, I love the guy. I'm thrilled yes. he's making a And he's a, a fantastic actor. Okay, a, we get it. We get it. Now you're turning right. against him. <laughs> but you now, were, you're, now I loved him. But I got to direct you, and I got to direct you, yeah. you bury, burying yourself at the end. I that did. Was really I buried fun. myself in a grave at the end. Yes. Which it was, you know. It was I've, like the weirdest. I've done that many movie. times before, so that was not challenging for no, me. No. It was very strange. If anybody want to see it, I'm sure Marty put it on YouTube to embarrass the hell out of me. Yes, it's on YouTube. Just, I think it's just under Secret Kiss, or you can look on my YouTube channel. Uh, It'll be there. Yeah, it's, it's really long and the sound is all fucked up. But yeah, okay. Well, don't make excuses now that you okay. brought it up. So let's. No, okay. no, no, I, I, we're gonna I'm do a little last really, stand, and then, really and then we're gonna. And, and then as, as soon as Kristen gets here, we're gonna put her right on. By the way, I, I want to thank everyone for the Ask Dan questions. These are questions that are sent to our Gmail account. That is noonerpodcast at gmail Send a question for Dan. We got a whole slew of them. So we'll, well just, let's only ask the interesting ones. Well, we'll. we'll Okay, here's an interesting okay, one. Okay, great, shoot. Why must you, uh, this is from, uh-huh. uh, this is from Rene Antonio Mendoza. Yeah, fantastic. Well, great name. Dear Dan, why must you belittle D- Marty all the time when he has a suggestion? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible question, Rene. No, he <laughs> says he's just kidding on that one. Oh, he is? Uh, good, because I was going to tell you why I belittle him. <laughs> you be friends with this moment for 25 <laughs> years and my patience is worn thin. <laughs> Lucky we've lasted this yes. long. Mike. So he was just asking about the film recommendations. I think we went through yeah, them we already. Yeah, we kind of did that. Thanks and, for the um, question. Okay. 
Uh, this one is from Sam Robinson. Okay, Sam. Why do networks, uh, he's NBC, yeah. um, cancel shows that um, that they underpromote before they can get steam like free agents, yet overhype steaming turds like Whitney? Those uh, are, this is uh, Sam Robinson, uh, not... Loaded question, and of course we're not going to... Free agents, we're all fans of because Johnny Enbaum and, and, and a lot of the actors and just everybody involved. Y- look, here's the very real question, is the networks are under super pressure to deliver ratings, and they've got only X amount of money to market things. They will pr- they do pr- try to promote everything they can, and then they just start cutting their losses. That's if I'm being like a network shill. Of course I'm on the side of like, give shows a chance to find themselves and find uh, their audience, and I would love it if that were the case. But, you know, this is just a classic case of where art and commerce collide. Um, you know, we constantly on Veronica Mars you know, would kill for more uh, promotion that could have helped us out. But, you know, who knows what goes on in the corporate boardrooms and how they spend their ad dollars. And by the way, also when you're on UPN, as a TV network, you can't advertise your shows on other networks. So you have to advertise on something that's working. And since it was UPN and nothing else was working, you're really not advertising to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what is this UPN that you speak of? Uh, oh, yeah, I know. That sounds like it. During the Eisenhower era. Um, <laughs> they, uh, yes, like flying. Back when they had rotary phones. Yes, and, uh, yeah, right. right, Braniff Airlines. No, uh, I think most people know UPN was the, was the old network that merged with WB and became CW. Just what That's- a network. <laughs> God love it. No, I said that. It sounded too snarky because they both were great to us. I, they were great to other shows, and we actually would love to sell them again. So I love you, CW. Um, and Mark, if you're listening, Mark Presley in England, uh, who is uh, just got a, a, a flu vaccine, so he's a little under the weather. That's he has a whole slew news. of questions. Well, uh, I don't know if we're going to do a no, slew, no, but Mark, I think we're going to, especially gonna, because you're apparently riddled with fever at the moment. Yes, we're going to hold off on those because yeah. they are very funny, and we'll get to them. Oh, one more uh, follow up from sure. uh, Renee. Yeah. Uh, if you could uh, have a 69 with either um, Kevin or um, or Jay Muse, uh, who would you choose? Uh, wow, that's I mean tough because they're, oh, he they're did both add so appealing. Gun to your head. Yeah, I don't need a gun to my I have a gun to my head. <laughs> what a treat! What a treat to have to choose, and clearly because of where I am and. And 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 the network we're on, boy, it would I would love the sixty nine with Kevin. <laughs> um, a literal kiss ass. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> um, thank you for the question. Ow. Thank you for the awkward question and the awkward position you put me in. Pun. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Good night. Um, okay. Uh, that was really painful. No, no, yeah, it was really painful. No, hey, and Jamie, if you're listening, which you're not, I, I don't, I would, dude, you would propose that we 69 many times. And his, Jay has a tendency to flirt with everybody. I mean, he's straight, but he yes. flirts with everybody. So I feel like I've been proposed to by him. I mean, he wouldn't follow through, of course, but. You know, I just feel like I'm ultimately I'm talking myself further and further into a hole. No, no, we'll change the subject. Have you been uh, watching the new fall season? Uh, <laughs> See, I, that's a softball. That's a softball for you, Dan. <laughs> what are you wearing? <laughs> yeah. What's, what's next for Hollywood's Dan? Ethridge? Right. Um, <laughs> and that, like, what next is? Are you going to watch season. on your TiVo? Uh, I, well, I, I, you know what? I free agent is gone. Breaking Bad is concluded. It's awesome this oh, season. Oh my god! Don't was spoil that, it. Yeah. Can't. I haven't seen I, it. Yet. I want to say it. Don't. Uh, I'm say it. Okay. Um, I, you know what? What am I falling in love with the fall season? I don't know yet. I haven't had a chance to fall in love. But I expect <laughs> to fall in love with a little show called House of Lies. The what? 
House of Lies. <laughs> What's that? Well, Pray tell. we'll talk about it a little later. All right, whatever. Um, okay, so that was me on the fall season. Of course, I'm a stalwart's like, you know, 30 Rocking Community. I'm always watching. Did you watch um, American Horror Story? Did we talk oh, about I that? did watch that. You know, lot to admire there. A little bit of a kitchen sink approach, but I did think they actually got to some creepy. I don't know how the world they sustain it for five to seven years, but we'll see. We'll yeah, see. yeah. It, it's, it seems like they just like had some PA like pull every scary movie clip and then piece it together and then you know like i say i i went with the the, you know constructive kitchen sink phraseology but Mm -hmm. um you know you're you you want to tear them down marty you go right ahead i'm not on it what do i care i don't know well you never will be now (laughs) all right um any other questions before um before the doorbell rings (laughs) (laughs) um how's the doorbell coming Uh, (laughs) fuck it let's do the doorbell hey oh my god we have a guest here. <laughs> and that's, Get the, the open way, the door, goddammit. So she knows that's the only sound effect in the entire show. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I think we have another one. That, well, not right now. Yeah. She can put the headphones on. She did <laughs> uh, Hello, Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Tell Welcome. me when I can start speaking. You, you please are. speak We're, away. Yes. Welcome. Hello, you, Hollywood's Dan Etheridge. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like I belong to Hollywood now. You do. do. You look Splendid. Thank you. The hair color, the shimmer. Thanks. Please don't yes. judge me by my current uh, outfit because I am going to an audition later today, which is to play somewhat of a whore. And I, <laughs> I was going to say you look incredibly whorish. Push the outfit compliment. I, I feel as though I knew I would get comments about it because I definitely I did I repositioned uh, some items uh. on my frame this morning and very good. Is the bandaid on your thumb part of the uh, the uh, the costume? Are you trying to convey something there? It's not. You'd think. Although you know what, I should make it a little bit deeper than just pushing up my cleavage. This is actually. <laughs> Because I was um, surprised to find that my thumb, the knuckle of my thumb, is not, in fact, a russet potato when I had uh, the scraper in my hand. And I shaved, mm, I'm going to go ahead and say, an eighth of an inch of a thickness off my knuckle. And as a vegetarian, you can't have that in your food. You cannot. I will not eat my own flesh to save my life. It's a risky position you take, but I admire it. You're paving the way for future (laughs) carnivores. The potatoes turned out great, but the thumb injury will last a few weeks, Well, I'm sorry to hear that. And I'm glad I didn't go on and on about how this this was the best outfit I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Simply radiant. prone to flattery. (laughs) Kristen, you have just never looked better. Oh, thank you, Dan. Thank you, Hollywood's Dan Etheridge. This is very exciting for us, Kristen, because, you know, we've been on the air for a couple months, and we've had some... Lovely guests from great guests like Adam Scott to just, you know, like Ken Marino. And, Who? Um, more average guests. <laughs> yeah, average yeah, guests. Okay. You know, of course, we like to make fun of Ken, but Ken's awesome. Uh, but we, and we have it, it, titled ourselves Murps Minor Internet Radio Personality. But today, you being here, I feel like a semi-major internet oh, radio personality. Thank you. you. You boosted the show a whole letter grade a guest today. Thank you. Yes. Well, I think that, you know, you guys are doing fine just by yourself. I don't Aww. think. I think I'm just happy to have dropped by and to have been invited. <laughs> Thank you. And to get my endless different maps. Yes. I did get yes. quite a few maps. I got like the area. I got like the Google map view. These guys will tell you I have been really like, I really do not want to fuck this up. Well, I really want I, successful mapping. And listen, normally I appreciate like so many details about any commitment I have. I'm like, remind me the morning of because I promise I'm going to forget. But in the age of GPS, Dan, every car's got it. So, yeah, so you, you, you did not need to put those traffic cops well, out you on the street to direct me. When I came up at 1140 and I noticed that Kevin's street sign had been stolen, I was like, great. And you had a of panic course. attack. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and I went back and I said, all right, how many stop signs? And then I sent you that email. So I was a little anal. 
I was, but maybe it's just that protective producer coming out in me. And see, thing. I appreciate that very much because you know sometimes yeah. I'm a little flippant and I need to know how many street signs there are. I just wanted it to be easy. Because rather than it's looking for the house, I'm counting the street signs. <laughs> no, I, right. 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 I can't listen to the computer. There, sh- there should be a street sign right. somewhere around right here. <laughs> well, I'm delighted that you made it. Yes. I'm so happy to be yeah, here. And if you have questions, uh, tweet them to at Nooner Dan Marty. Let's take a caller. Can we take a caller? That's so, it, Marty is so happy you said that. It, right there, if you saw a triumphant smile, it's because normally <laughs> we do tweets and then we do calls. And I said, you know what? Let's not do calls. We'll feel that out because I just don't want Kristen surprised by a but, call. And Marty was clearly gave me a look of like, you spineless fuck. Well, you and, know then, what? and you come right in and say, let's have a Dan call. Dan knows that normally I don't like talking to other humans. Right? <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like I, yeah. so you, I believe me now I'm, I'm, you really give, Marty is never going to let me. No, no, no. This. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No, I, I know that passive aggressive <laughs> voice. I'll wait till Kristen leaves, then I'll dig it in. <laughs> by the way, you, and I, and uh, I, wait, I, the, I am sure you remember Marty as Mr. Oh, Wu. Right. <laughs> Ever. He taught me so much. Yes. And now he's a yes. radio personality. I, I was, love it. I was a Sydney Poitier of the show. You know, uh, We actually did have Sydney Poitier on the show for No, year. but the other Sydney Poitier. Uh, the, her father. Uh, right, her uh, father. Uh, I was, you know, to Sir with love. Yeah. Like that. Y- you really you were. You were fantastic. Th- thank you. You <laughs> were the, I would say, I would. You are such a good The actress. most memorable character. By f- by probably. By a long shot. Yes. We got Certainly. Oh, oh, no, we got a question. Why, you want to stop us flattering you? Yes. Well, well I guess really embarrassed. Yeah. By the way, the phone number is 323-645-8100. And we've got some exciting things coming up if, later on in the show. Yeah. I did some karaoke this weekend, and I need you to hear because I want you to judge it. I would love to. That's going to happen. Okay. That's going to happen Wait, later on. Really? Wow, you're really teasing the fans. They're all itching like to hear no, you. No, it's because saying. I'm so excited to play it for you. I and can't to get, wait. But I want, when we do it, I want your Simon Cowell feedback. That's, I don't. You're going to get nothing but He's it. already my addled, supportive Paul Adul. Okay. Paul, I'm sorry. Done. Unvarnished. Done. Uh, and before you guys tweet a bunch of questions in, let's just get this out of the way. Party Down movie, Veronica Mars movie, nobody's going to pay for, nobody's, uh, ponying up the money to, to pay for it, right? Uh, it, well, I would say this. I would say. Ev- everyone's Don't be in- diplomatic. Yes. Nobody's yeah. putting the money up to pay for it. And yeah, everyone, but everyone's interested, right? You know, yeah. It, well, all the fa- all the people who want to see it are interested. Right. Right. That's right. But the executives, you know, have other movies on their slate that they uh, they have a hard time being convinced that there's still an audience, which is why we are not really we're not trying to um to play anyone out by saying keep up the ammo like the tweets and the right, Facebook right, right, pages right, and the right. campaigns because that really is what's going to get them to go. Wow, it's been five years after the show's done and people are still talking about it. Maybe yep. we'll put some dough into it. Yep, that's exactly right. Did you ever so get to hold the gun? Eternal is in, in a sincere way. So, did you ever get to hold the gun on the show? Or have you, have yeah, you ever done it in a uh, the last episode of last the first episode season? of first season yeah, uh, yeah. by the fire truck? I, but I, as you know, I had a taser in my purse at all times, and I tased <laughs> like fourteen people over the course of three years. It was like like your your Spock nerve pinch. You know? it, was, yeah. it, it was a real taser. Very few people know that. It but was just, a real it was like taser. Just in case we had fans. You know what? The funny thing about that is, do you remember um, Josh who worked in props? Mm-hmm. He tased himself to see what it it felt like <laughs> really? before he because it was a real taser. But it was like di- you know disconnected, so I could never mess it up. Right. But he said when he first got it, he wanted to te- tase himself, and he did. 
to see what it felt like. And I thought that was the most ridiculous thing I had ever heard. <laughs> and did he, did, did he describe it as being excruciatingly he said painful? It was extremely uncomfortable, yes. <laughs> he said he did not enjoy it. He would not do it again. <laughs> well, I think there's no pressure for it. You know what? Right. Once I don't need to try that. it to know that I don't want to do it. Right. Well, that's yeah. logic. Yeah. Because oh. that wasn't a part of the conversation. Right. Yeah. That's not how props people work. Um, can I just get a couple internet questions out of the way that, that people sent in? Sure. Um, let's see. Mimi from Macedonia. Uh, wow! Yes. Hi, Mimi. Home of Alexander the Great. I, I think I don't think he's there anymore. Oh, too bad. <laughs> um, she wanted to know that after playing such an asshole in Sarah Marshall, whether people... And I would disagree with that description sure, somewhat. Sure, and... Uh, and yeah, she does. Slow your roll, Mimi. <laughs> sorry, continue. I'm sorry. I was out of line. <laughs> it's, a good, it's, it's a good thing she's in Macedonia. That's all I can say. Um, she wanted to know if people treated you differently after that. Like, uh, like. No, I don't think so. I mean, most people I come in contact with, and I stress the word most, can delineate between character and reality. <laughs> uh, there is a, there is a healthy minority percentage. There is a very healthy minority who cannot. But I think that, um, you know, yes, from a, from, if you're using broad strokes, you can describe Sarah Marshall as an asshole. Though my intent in playing her was a girl who was desperately insecure and a little bit confused, as I'm sure we can all identify in periods in our life where right. like, oh yeah, from 21 to 24, I was kind of messed in the head. Yes. So I wasn't actually trying to play her as an asshole. I was trying to play her as a girl who just kind of was... A little outside herself and not making the best decisions, but wasn't right. like heartless. Well, right. that's the reason I, I loved that the, the way you played that role and the way it worked in the movie is like a three dimensional antagonist. I, antagonist isn't quite right, but like a dimensionalized role, which made it so much more interesting. And also, you could see why so. you would have dumped um, what's his name, Jason Segel. Well, yeah, you know what? And because he is such a good writer, he was not interested in making it one sided. Mm-hmm. He definitely put in very slovenly scenes for himself, right. and where he was very <laughs> lazy and very annoying and slovenly right. in the beginning. So it was legitimate. Each character kind of had its legitimate arc, and you, no one right. was just the bad person. Right. right. And then we did get a slew of questions about who you would have ended up with, like. Whether it would be Logan, Piz, or the Asian teacher, somebody said. Uh, <laughs> some, some lag. That was, uh, some guy. Named, we all know the answer. Some 43 year old listener. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they might be here in the room. Oh, I, I don't, I'll let you answer. Cause I know Rob had, a little bit. you and Rob had, were talked about it on the, on, on the, um, the producer track on the. Well, I more want to talk about the, well, we'll get to I'll let you answer this. This has to be a two-part yeah. question yeah. because if I'm being honest, as much as my opinion matters, it really doesn't at all. Right. I am not under any assumption that I made Veronica's character choices. <laughs> right. That was the brainchild of some brilliant people like Rob and Dan and others. And and for me, as many opinions as I have, they're just not as important as what goes on in the writer's room. For If I'm speaking personally... I, though I loved and was very attracted to the turbulence that Logan and Veronica created, I personally, Kristen Bell, felt that he did not treat her the way that she deserved to be treated. I think that he was just a little bit too damaged for her. I think she made a lot of strides to better herself, and he was just, he cheated on her, and he was just always too, um... 
kind of nasty. Uh, yeah. Just a, just a degrees, degrees too far. Yes, degrees yeah. too yeah. far. And I felt like by the end of the season, by the end of the, the, the third season, I wanted Ronica to start becoming an adult and choose someone where you all go through this bad boy phase and it's right. amazing and it's attractive and it's wonderful and chaotic. I'm and still then, in it. Right, exactly. Dan loves that <laughs> And then you realize that you want someone who's just a little bit, I mean, I don't want to say safe because you're going to relate it to the word lame, but that's not what I mean. Someone more secure. Right. And Somebody's for me, Nice. Yeah, someone who's nice. I felt that Piz was very nice and satisfied Veronica in that way. So if forced to choose, it would be that, but probably there's a middle ground. There's right, probably a middle ground the, if yeah. Kristen had to choose. Right, no, I understand. That's not, yeah, sure. no, and no. I know a lot of fans disagree with me because I've said it on uh, in answers before, and they all disagree because they love Logan. And listen, I love Logan too, but I'm coming at Veronica trying to defend her and help her right. in her life like if i'm looking at this character i'm going how can i help this girl i want her to choose wisely and i just don't think logan is there it, it could be if if logan grew a little there could be a, a weathering heights kind of yes you know the the, the 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 tragic romance that can't when you're in one place he's in another and vice versa and if he stops sleeping with you know my friend's mom <laughs> yeah, see then that, yes it's really it's just unforgivable <laughs> so well, wait no now so you yeah. answer from a producerial and a sort of a writing and what but see I, I have a i have i feel like my answer is a cop out because like i totally hear and and respect your answer it's like i i i i feel like i feel it's hard to say i don't think piz would have been on the table as as it, it, like it, it would almost have to be default logan if I had to choose between logan and piz but purely because i just think there's more, more drama in that the, the, the piz I mean, this is nothing against Chris Lowell or Piz, but the way he was drawn, he was too safe for her. But I can see the flip side of what you're saying is Logan was too different. I would agree it's with like, that. I would agree with that. So it had to be someone, some unknown character that we hadn't introduced yet that was not as safe as Piz and was not as dark as Logan. It, that, that, that's where, that's why it's hard for me to answer the question. In, in a season four, either character could have been taken in a direction that might have right. mitigated that in such a way Piz that they could have the right cr- had a drug 